firefighting for Donald J. Trump should be the president, is the president, rightfully won the election. We all know that. If you have a brain, you know that. Starting right off, this is from LifeNews.com. It's a tweet. Erna, you don't have it. i just reading it. Um, it's breaking. President Trump will withhold. Get this. This is why we fight. It's not, people always say, you know, what are you, you're a Trumpist. You just follow Trump. Trump's your Messiah. No, Jesus is my Messiah. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my King. Jesus is my Savior. But Trump is the closest politician that ran for president to the Bible. And this is why, breaking, President Trump will withhold $200 million in Medicaid funds from California until it stops forcing Christians to fund abortion. Now, you know, I want to talk about this real quick. You know, you got the Beth Moores of the world out there, that compromising fool that she is. And she is out, you know, talking about how Trumpism has taken over the evangelical movement. Really, Beth? Really? Is it is it that or you've never or is it that you've never had guts a day in your life to begin with? You never take a stand. You never take a hardcore stand. I'll bet you caved to COVID. You're what I call a CCC, a COVID caving Christian. That's probably what you are. And that's probably what you've always been. This is why, little Bethy. This is why, little Bethy. This is why we, we stand behind Trump withholding two hundred million dollars. And Medicaid funds. See, that takes guts. You know, the Bushes and the Romneys that you love so much, Beth, they don't have any guts. They don't have any balls. You, on the other hand, that, that, those are the ones that you are most, you, that you can associate closest with because that's you too. You've never had any guts. You don't preach a true gospel message. You leave out the hard verses. You always have, and you probably, sadly, always will, barring repentance. This is why I back Donald Trump. All right, here we go. Doctor takes a shot. You're supposed to be taking the COVID-19 vaccination. Here we go. Supposed to be taking the COVID-19 vax. Doctor takes a shot of nothing. Pay close attention. Watch his index finger. (laughs) Here, rewind and play it again. Watch his index finger. Never push that in? Uh, nah. Nope, nothing. In, out. Absolutely nothing. I wonder why that would be. Let me ask you again. You know, we're getting close to the end of 2020. Today, I think, is what, the 18th? Is the 18th or the 19th? 19th today. We're getting close to the end. This is one of those things that I've never seen before. Just, you know, I'm again, you know, when when you have a presidential candidate win 17 percent, 17 percent of counties. Let me do this again. Obama got 69 million votes and won 873 counties, 873 counties. Joe Biden allegedly gets 11 million more votes and won 477 counties, 17 percent of counties. Things I've never seen before. It's amazing, you know, and I've never seen anybody televise themselves taking a shot of nothing. Absolutely nothing. The other guy was real careful not to press that air into his vein. You see him? Flick his fingers a little bit back and forth. You don't want to shove air into somebody's bloodstream either. Yeah, that's that's called a death sentence. All right, Dave Rubin tweet. Leave New York City now. This Bill de Blasio's real name. Didn't know that till today. Warren Wilhelm Jr. He actually sounds like somebody on Hitler's staff. <laughs> 
Warren Wilhelm. His name, his real name, has destroyed it. Bill de Blasio, I'd like to say very bluntly, our mission is to redistribute wealth. Play it for me. That we needed to profoundly change the distribution of resources. Uh, I like to say very bluntly, our mission is to redistribute wealth. A lot of people bristle at that phrase. That is, in fact, the phrase we need to use. We have been doing this work for seven years to more equitably redistribute resources throughout our school system. That means pre-K for all, 3K for all, advanced placement courses. You need to understand something. There is absolutely no difference between Bill de Blasio, Wilhelm, Warren Wilhelm, and why would you change his name from Warren Wilhelm to Billy de Blasio? I wonder why that would be. But anyway, there's no difference between him and Joseph Stalin. There's no difference between... Andrew Cuomo and Joseph Stalin. There is no difference, folks. Put that picture up, Aaron. There you go. Meet Warren Wilhelm Jr. Maybe it's because it's so hard to say. He worked for the Quixote Coyote. Yeah, Quixote. American lingo. Coyote Center, which strongly supported the Marxist-Leninist ruling government of Nicaragua, the Sandinista National Liberation Front. Warren, better known as Bill de Blasio, is the current mayor of New York City. And he now somewhat, somewhat recently, he ran when the, he started off in the primaries and immediately got no votes. I got more votes for president than he did. That's not surprising. All right, New York Post tweet. Governor Cuomo bars not. Yeah, I mean, think about. I told you, no different than a Stalinist. It's it's not just that either. You know what is it? Bring it back to me, Aaron, real quick. Which one is it, guys, on the staff here? I don't know which one is sadomasochism or or no? You got this. Uh, this, the people who are masochists and the sadists. I don't know which one is it that likes to delve out pain on other people. Is that the sadist? Okay, so the sadist, that's who these people are. I mean, you can put it back up there. Why on earth would you bar people from the bathroom? I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? And see, like me, you can bring it back to me. When I've been at my favorite, like, chicken wing eateries without being overly graphic tonight, Sometimes when you overdo the sauce, like it's an immediate five alarm, full scale bathroom emergency. There's no drive home. None. I remember I went to the melting pot in Sarasota and I overdid the butter. Okay. It's a pretty dicey ride home. Okay. Now what are you, what are you supposed to do? You're out there eating and, and this little Stalinist named Andrew Cuomo tells you that you're not allowed to use the bathroom. I mean, I mean, who? I mean, you have to be a sadist getting off, and I and I mean that too. I'm not going to use the explicit terms. I mean literally. You, if you're Billy De Blasio and you're Andrew Cuomo, you're getting off on controlling people. It just is. I I won't say anything more overtly sexual than that, but I'm just telling you, it is. It is a weird sadomasochistic little uh, fetish. I'm trying to be clean. I mean, what is there? I mean, what? Why would you ever do that? You're, it's COVID. COVID. That's that's your reason. I'm just. I marvel at people that allow these people to be their pied pipers, especially born again, spirit filled believers. Absolutely unbelievable. Big Apple e- uh, eatery owners already struggling to cope with a second shutdown of indoor dining amid the coronavirus pandemic were thrown into a panic Thursday. Night, two, you know, one day ago, two days ago, when the Cuomo administration dropped new rules that barred patrons and outdoor, they're already spent hundreds of thousands of dollars equipping their restaurants so that people have to eat outdoors. And now 
there you know that's not good enough so how's anybody if you have to drive there how what are you supposed to do hold it for five hours you gotta say you gotta drive there 45 minutes you eat for a couple hours and then you gotta i mean what are you supposed to do i mean i purposely whenever i go out to eat with my wife i sit on the inside even though i'm the large one i sit on the inside because she goes to the bathroom like four times in the course of one meal so, I mean, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to enjoy a night out? And then, I mean, just when, just when these, these people, they're, they're struggling enough, they're going out of business, you know, 40, it's, it's the same rate in New York as it is everywhere. 40% of their restaurants are, are closed already and are done forever. They're never going to reopen. They're closed permanently. They're out of business permanently. So that's going on. You got a few people struggling to survive and here they come again. See, it's got nothing to do with COVID. It has to, who's going to listen? Who will do what we ever tell, you know, whatever we tell them to do, will they do it? That's all the mask is, is they're just checking to see if you'll do what you tell them to do. That's it. All right. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Struggling New York City restaurant owners. They answered Andrew Cuomo. They've now banned Andrew Cuomo from their restaurant. So Andrew Cuomo, who loves to violate his own COVID rules, as we all know. He now can no longer eat basically anywhere in the city of New York. God bless you guys. That's what you, that's what you need, to do, need to do. But here's the thing. You need to just go ahead and open up. You take the pinch. You take a pinch. And it doesn't matter. You just If every restaurant in New York opened up, it wouldn't be those guys alone out there in Staten Island. I can't remember the name of the restaurant offhand. But it wouldn't be those guys alone. If everybody did it, if every, if every restaurant opened, just like I said, from going all the way back to March, if every church stayed open, they couldn't do anything to us. They couldn't. Let me say it to a couple people here. Let me see who's watching. Thank you guys. Getting to smack down hard. Do all that you can to share this on Facebook. You know, we were averaging between three and 500 people. They're cut us down to between one and 200. There's no reason. I mean, you're like, Tom, it's you. It's not. No, people can't share do all that you can. I mean, I know I'm, I'm offensive to many people. Believe me, the Christians tell me that. But the thing is, they're, they're putting the kibosh on all of us. They really are. They're being sued. Google's being sued. Facebook's being sued right now. I believe it's a 41-state lawsuit. So we need to pray that they lose and that people like, all I want, here's my thing, is all I want is a fair chance. You know, we grew very fast. We went from basically 30 or 40 people watching Max to six, seven, eight hundred people, and as soon as we would crest at around six, seven, eight hundred people watching live, we got smacked down every time, and that's what they've been doing. So do all that you can to like and share this. Let's get the word out. I know that they're banning you from sharing it too, but just do all that you can. Hey, uh, Cheryl, let me see who you got. Put where you're from if you can, guys. Hey, Cheryl B, Randy P, God bless you guys. Thank you for watching. Hey, Les, I'm glad you're on. Les H. Uh, Hildy uh, S, God bless you guys. Justin, glad you're on, brother. Hey, Jan and Rick, God bless you guys. Hey, Kim, glad you're on. Hey, Kathy, glad you're on. Tammy and Deborah, thank you guys for watching. Really do. I want you guys to know it's not, I'm not saying it just to say it. I really appreciate you watching. It makes it worth doing. The lots and lots of hours go into doing these things, and it makes it all worthwhile. I don't care if there's 27 people watching. But uh, if somebody's watching, it makes it all worthwhile. Hey, Stephanie from church. When I say from church, everybody, that means they attend my church. Hey, Randy. God, I already got you, Randy. God bless you, though. Good to see you again, Randy. <laughs> hey, Robin. Glad you're on. God bless you guys. Hey, Oliver. God bless you, man. Hey, Connie. Hey, Thomas. Glad you're on, man. Get back to church. Come on, Thomas. Get back to church.
you know, like some of the church people that kind of drift in and out of church, like, why am I even watching you? That's what my job is. Pastor, shepherd, get to church. Hey, Larry, glad you're on. God bless you guys. Tommy, God bless you, man. I always see your name. Love you, man. Hey, Grace, glad you're on. Love your name, Grace. That's a cool name. It is like a, it's like a, it's like a movie name, like a movie superhero name. Who's on YouTube over there? I got uh, Barbara, glad you're on. TJ, Caroline, Jennifer. Hey, Greg. Hey, Wally, God bless you, man. Glad you're on. My former brother in blue, FHP, love you, man. Hey, Greg, glad you're on. Hey, May, glad you're on from church, love you. TJ, glad you're on. God bless you guys. All right, Daniel Horowitz tweet. Lockdowns kill. Look at what it says in the bottom. U.S. records records highest number of drug overdose deaths during a year-long period. Nice job. And even with that, we have no excess deaths. Right now, and as of late or mid-November, we had 2.5 total American deaths. 2.5 million people have died in 2020. 2.9 million died in all of 2019. We'll be just shy of that. So explain to me how 300,000 people have died of COVID-19. They haven't. All they've done is redistributed their deaths from one column to the other. The flu, which accounts for 30 to 80,000 deaths per year, has completely and totally disappeared. Totally gone. 90 something. I mean, how do people not see this? Christian virtue signaling mask wearer and about to get your vaccination. How do you not see this? How do you, do you not even, do you not, are you just low information? Are you destroyed for lack of knowledge or are you destroyed because you've rejected knowledge? Which one is it? Neither one of them is a good choice. All right. Tom Elliott tweet MSNBC's Vin Gupta MD. Just because you got you get vaccinated after the second dose, got to get two. Of course, it got to be two. Does not mean you should be traveling or that you're liberated from mass play for me. This week, are you getting your uh, vaccination this week? Uh, tomorrow morning, and I'm and I'm grateful for it, um, Chuck. I just wanted to say, uh, just a follow up on what Yasmin mentioned. Uh, just for your viewers out there, um, I, I know one of uh, the, the individuals who we just saw getting vaccinated is planning on traveling after the second dose. I, I, th- this is a source of confusion, but no, I, I, this is one of the misperceptions here. Just because you get vaccinated with that second dose does not mean you should be participating in things like traveling in the middle of an out-of-control pandemic or that you're liberated from masks. Mm-hmm. Everything still applies until all of us get the two-dose regimen. We don't think that's going to happen until June, July. But And again, this goes back to what we just talked about, Chuck. We don't know if just getting the vaccination prevents serious illness, or does it also prevent you from getting infection um, entirely? Meaning you can still get infected with the virus potentially and pass it on to others. So really, really critical. Don't let your guard down just because you got vaccinated. You still might be able to get right. infected with the virus and pass it on others. So please keep that in mind. We've all learned how much the asymptomatic has actually been the super spreaders and Bold face lie right there at the end by old Chucky Todd. How the asymptomatic people are the super spreaders. Just like the, and again, you may want it to be deeper. Like what's their motivation for lying? Their motivation for lying is to spread their lies. That's it. There's no deeper way to do it. That has absolutely been disproven. The World Health Organization came out and said the exact opposite thing, that asymptomatic people are super spreaders. That is not true remotely, but Chuck Todd does not hesitate to be a Goebbels media bold-faced liar. That's what he is. Absolute lie. Then look at the control. Look at the control. You get your 
It's your vaccine. My wife said this to me today. If, if, if you're vaccinated and you're now immune from COVID, why do you care whether I have a vaccine or not? Why do you even care? Why do you care? You, you're not, you're allegedly immune. So what, what's the problem? And here's the funny thing. And I would give due credit to this, but I don't, can't remember who I read it off of for Twitter. And it says, how do you know if the vaccine is working? If it moves the survival rate from 99.8% to 99.9% post-infection? What's the, I mean, I don't, virtue signaling, mask wearing, church lockdown Christian, quarantine Christian, how do you not see this? I mean, that's what makes my brain explode. How do you not see this? How do you not see there's this vaccine is pointless? Pointless for who? Who needs it? This the, those in a nursing I'm against them getting vaccines just so everybody knows I hate vaccines. I am fervently without hesitation an anti-vaxer. There you go. I don't care. Well, they're going to take you off Facebook. Don't care again. Don't. I'm going to say what needs to be said. There's a lot of conservatives that start curving what they say so that they can stay on social media. If I'm off, I'm off. You guys will need to find me. I told you I'm looking at radio and TV options right now. We are currently doing it. I'll put it out to everybody. I'll pay big money. I'll roll the dice. I have my whole life. When it comes to ministry, I've rolled the dice. I've spent the money, and I've gone for it. You know, I'm not going to sit on the side. You know, I'm going to dance. But why would you ever go for this? How do you not see the logic behind this? When you strap on your stupid lie across your face, going into Walmart, you strap that thing on. I mean, why? Do you ask yourself, why am I doing this? What will happen if you catch COVID? You know, well, well, I'm doing it to save other people. Save who exactly? You're not walking into a nursing home. You're walking into Home Depot. Why? Why? Well, whose life are you trying to save? Dr. Go- Dr. Gupta there looks like he's in his late 30s, early 40s. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm thankful for it. Thankful for what? Thankful for what? Thankful for, I mean, what? That you, if you caught COVID, you have a 99.9% in his age bracket. His age bracket is 99.98% post-infection survival rate. What, what are you thankful for exactly? That'd be like me eating 4,000 M&Ms. I'm so thankful for the 4,001st. What was the point? What is the point? How do you not get it? It's not about your health. It is about controlling you. Simple as that. And here's further proof. Now, listen, you've got to follow this guy. He's got about 10,000 followers on Twitter. He should have 50,000 before they ban him, of course. But this is I am. It's it's actually Ian Miller. He had to change. I think he had, I don't know. He had to change it, but I think he had to change his name because there's so many Ian Millers. But it's an I. This is I am is where you find it. I am capital I am is where you find it. You got to get on there. Get on there every day, and you will. Those of you who like to strap on masks, if you're wondering if I'm a conspiracy theorist or all, anybody else's, here's the here's the proof. Put put it on there for me here, because CNN is CNN. They just ran a story. I'm putting politics in front of lives, blaming DeSantis for mishandling COVID. That's our great, best, number one governor in the country is Ron DeSantis. The second best governor is Christy Nome. DeSantis for mishandling COVID. Wonder when they'll be doing a story on California's hospitalization rate being 67% higher than, than Florida's. Put up there, and there you go. There it is. Look at, there you go. You can follow it. Go from left to right. Most restrictions move, removed by Florida. Right there, and look at the date, Aaron. Can you see the date? 920 something, 924. 
Yeah, 924, most restrictions removed. Oh, September 25th. Oh, I'm looking way down at the bottom. See, that's why you get paid the big bucks. That's why you get paid $4 an hour. But anyway, here you go. Florida, most restrictions moved, removed September 25th. Removed. All right, and look at, the, look at how Florida's gone. Listen, it's a virus. People are going to catch it. That's the way that it is. Unless you're, unless you're enacting Matthew 16, 19 and binding and loosing, you're going to catch it. I mean, you might not. I mean, even, even, even I shouldn't even say you're going to catch it. But the thing is, people will catch viruses. It happens every flu season. Put it back up there real quick. So there you go. And look at California going up there. California puts a ban on their cl- they close indoor dining. Then they put up state co- statewide curfews. That was what, just two weeks ago. They close outdoor dining. Look, look at how good the closing of outdoor dining is done. Woo! Good job, Gavin Newsom. So why do, you, why do you have a mask on? Why? Put the next one up, Aaron. There you go. Disney World. There's a lot of Disney fans out there. I am tweet on Disney. There you go. Oh, is it Canada next? Oh, yep, I'm off. That's me. I'm wrong. All right. Study done in Canada, released on 10-7, found that mask mandates worked to limit spread. Anyone seen any update from these guys after this happened? <laughs> they put out a study in Canada that said mask mandates work. Yeah, look what happened since. <laughs> There's the study came out October 7th. Masks work great. Look at their cases ever since. It's a virus. You know, even, even a reg- with a regular flu virus, the odds of you catching it are not that high. But people will catch viruses and there will be millions of cases every year. I mean, if you, got a, if you have a country of 330 million that we have here and about 10% of the population gets it, you have 30 or 40 million people catching a virus every year. That's just the way that it is. If you tracked it in front of everybody, all, you know, if we just took the flu season, which runs for all intents and purposes from October through April, and we tracked them and put the cases out every day, people would freak out about that too. All right, now the Disney World I am tweet. Disney World opened in Orange County, Florida on July 11th. You still have got totalitarian mask crap there, but it's open. With, uh, while Disneyland in Orange County, California has been closed since March, mid-March. So what happened? Why is California, California County doing so much worse? Surely theme parks with all the indoor areas must be huge super spreaders, right? Well, here's the facts right here. There's the facts. There you go. Lockdown Christians, lockdown Democrats, lockdown Republicans. There's the facts. Put up there one more time. Now I want you to notice as we're doing this, take a little snapshot in your mind of what these graphs look like, Aaron. If you get ready for your machine gun fire at some point during the show tonight to show all the graphs, that they look identical. Pretty much, there you go. They're pretty much identical no matter what you do. You know, you're better off going again. Get, look at Orange County, Florida versus Orange, Orange County, California. You know why that is? Because 78%, ready? Ready? Quarantine, super mom, ready? 78% of people who catch COVID catch it while in their own home during lockdowns. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just 78%. You know, I mean, hey, you got, you know, 22% that catch up outside. The, the very thing that you're avoiding, the very thing you're avoiding, you're three times less likely to get it. That don't, don't ever let logic don't ever let logic get in the way of what you how you think. Don't let that happen. Just like I tell Christians, never let the Bible get in the way of your own theology and your own beliefs. Woo! All right, next one up. I am. 
What a weird coincidence that Mississippi and Alabama followed the exact same curve, regardless of when they mandated masks or if it's statewide or just some counties or what businesses they chose to close and when or reopen and when just total and complete coincidence. Look at it. Doesn't matter what you do. There's the same old curve. There's old curvy. There it is again. There it is again. There it is again. There it is again. Just keep, just keep putting the mask on. That, you know, that, you know, it's not so much to ask. I mean, I remember Bill Gates with video we played on uh, Thursday. Bill Gates was like, you know, masks are cheap and inexpensive. Yeah, well, okay, you know, I it's cheap and inexpensive. I could wear a bandana around my forehead that says butthead on it. Cheap and inexpensive. Is that what you want me to do? I mean, Rodney Howard Brown always says this. If if the CDC came out and told, I'm gonna amp it up. So Pastor Rodney, don't get mad at me if I'm I'm amping it up on you a little bit, but. I believe this about the church, not just people. Pastor Rodney always says that if the CDC came out and told everyone you have to crawl on the ground because COVID exists at the four-foot level, that everybody would crawl around on the ground. That's what they said. You, You know it's true, Christian. You know it's true. Don't tell me you'd make your stand then. Don't tell me that. This 99, you you can't even stand up to a virus that's 99.9% post-infection survivable. You won't even take a stand there. So they all told you, and then every, every, every 12 feet, now I'm just going to make up because they make up numbers like six feet and all that. So you, CDC tells you, you got to crawl around because COVID exists at four to five feet. You got to stay underneath. So everyone's got to crawl around in their hands and knees. You know that you would do it. And then if they told you that every 12 feet, you've got to stop and play, um, we will rock you on your butt cheeks. You got to play that on your butt cheeks every 12 feet. Okay? You would do it. Don't tell me you wouldn't because masks make no more sense than that. Masks do nothing. What's the size of a COVID-19? I haven't done that for a while. What's the size of a COVID-19 particle? 0.06 to 0.14 microns. The best mask on planet Earth blocks them starting at 0.3, and that's an N95. Good, yeah, good luck with your mask. And that's why every single graph Machine gun fire and if you can. That is why every single graph looks the same, no matter when they lock down, no matter when they put masks on, no matter when they open this business or close that one. It's got nothing to do with securing your health. It has everything to do with ushering in the beast, ushering in the new world order, ushering in the mark of the beast, ushering in a cashless society, ushering in the globalists, and washing away America. That's what it's all about. Well, Tom, you're a Christian first, not an American first. I get it. But America is what funds the gospel, morons. You bunch of goobers who are Romans 13, you're sending thousands and millions of dollars over to underground churches, violating your perception of Romans 13. I mean, what, you know, you know, Tom has been bashing me so long. I'll never go back to his church and watch him again. You're just full of pride. You won't repent. You're full of arrogance. You're full of pride. You know, you've been proven wrong. You know, now that we're 285 days into 14 days to, play, uh, to flatten the curve. You know you're wrong, but you refuse to repent. And it's all the exact same fraud. You'll see me vacillate back and forth tonight between COVID and election fraud. And election fraud was only possible because of the draconian response to COVID. 
And it wasn't, it wasn't a draconian response out of need. It was a draconian response out of wanting to be totalitarian. The only people that respond, I, see, I don't, get, I don't get off on controlling people. You know what I like? I like to be left alone. I like to live and let live. Go live however you want. I don't, even if you want to live immoral, as long as you're not breaking laws, I don't care. As long as you're not affecting me, you want to go be gay, go be gay. You go to hell for it, but go be gay if you want to be. You want to go live with your girlfriend? Go live with your girlfriend. I'm not going to arrest you for any of those things. You want to kill an unborn baby? You should be arrested for murder because that's taken away human life. But you'll see go back and forth tonight between the two frauds, the two, two fraud, the two-pronged fraudulent attack. So back to the election real quick. Now, here's the thing with this. I'm replaying this from Thursday. You've got to pay close attention, especially if you missed it from Thursday. It's only about two minutes long. You need to listen to the decision-making process that was done behind the scenes at the Supreme Court. Play it for me. Line uh, that talks of, uh, uh, it was written by someone who's a current staffer uh, for one of the Supreme Court justices. And this, I'll just describe the report to you that I read, and you can make of it what you will. Um, he said that the justices, as they always do, went into a closed room to discuss you know, cases they're taking or do debate. There's no phones, no computers, no nothing. No one else is in the room except for the nine justices. It's typically very civil. Um, they usually don't hear any sound. They just debate what they're doing. But when the Texas case was brought up, he said he heard screaming through the walls as Justice Roberts and the other liberal justices were insisting that this case not be taken up. Um, and the reason, the, the words that were heard through the wall um, when Justice Thomas and Justice Alito were citing uh, Bush versus Gore from John Roberts were, I don't give up about that case. I don't want to hear about it. At that time, we didn't have riots. So what he was saying was that he was afraid of what would happen if they did the right thing. And I'm sorry, but that is moral cowardice. And, and we in the SREC, I'm an SREC member, we put those words in very specifically because the charge of the Supreme Court is to ultimately be our final arbitrator, our final line of defense for right and wrong. And they did not do their duty. So I think we should leave these words in because I want to send a strong message to them. Thank you. All right, back to me. So there you go. And again, let me just read you these Bible verses again. You know, it's Proverbs 17, 15, acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent. The Lord detests them both. Both you have an innocent man who received somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 million more votes than he did the first time he ran for president. First man in history who ever received more votes running as an incumbent than the first time he ran for president and lost, won 83% of the counties of the country and lost. Joe Biden underperformed in every single metropolitan area in the country. Underperformed Hillary Clinton. The one who Donald Trump destroyed, she, he underperformed her greatly in every metropolitan area with the exception of Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Detroit. That's it. That's how he, that's it. 
underperformed everywhere somehow, and somehow he loses. Ballots showing up, 137 ballots show up in Detroit, Michigan at 4 o'clock in the morning. 137 ballots show up in plastic bags, 100% for Joe Biden. It's absolute garbage. You, and you're John Roberts. You are such a coward. Absolutely, you, you, you have absolutely no moral courage whatsoever. You're worried about riots? You don't decide a case whether or not there's going to be riots. You decide the case on its merits, period. It doesn't, you do it if it costs you your life. You do what is right. You don't get to decide that. You decide it on its merits. Differing in weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. We all should go in. And differing weights and differing measures means how you, back then, how you're weighing out silver. And some people would tilt the scale in their favor. Differing weights, differing measures, the Lord detests them both. We all should go in. Lady Justice is blind. The scale is absolutely perfect. And you weigh the evidence. Just remember something. Trump has not lost a lawsuit yet. There hasn't been a lawsuit yet. Not one piece of evidence has been seen by a judge or a jury yet. All they've done is refuse to hear the cases. There's some that are sort of pending right now, but that's all that's happened. When the liberal media puts out, well, that was rejected and that was, and they lost this and they lost that. Yeah, they made it. The only thing that's happened is the refusal by courts to even hear their cases. Why? Because there might be riots. Who cares? Do what is right, period. All right, what do we got next? Is it Jesse next? All right, play it for me. I'm eating spaghetti carbonara with a parka and gloves out here, Dana, while the waitresses <laughs> and the waiters are stuck inside with their family members where 78% of the spread occurs. It makes no sense. DeSantis protected the nursing homes. Cuomo infected the nursing homes. DeSantis made it all about the people. Cuomo made it all about himself. I mean, who writes a book during a pandemic besides you, Dana. Honestly, <laughs> think about it. Cuomo has a very simplistic approach to this. DeSantis has a holistic approach. You can just listen to their rhetoric. DeSantis talks about supporting all of the people, the businesses, the nurses, the sick, the elderly, everyone. That's science-based and compassionate and balanced. Cuomo is veering from crude lockdown to nonsensical, minimal reopening, and he's just lashing out at people, partisan enforcement actions, and it looks like the only demographic he cares about is the media. And if you look at the numbers, that's true. Right now, New York and Florida have the exact same amount number of cases and hospitalizations, but New York has nearly twice the amount of fatalities and they have almost twice the jobless rate. And then just anecdotally, Dana, I'm not hearing a lot of people leaving Florida to come to New York. It sounds <laughs> like it's going the other way. So that's what you can look at. Yeah, I can flat out tell you I have absolutely no interest at all. And you see what happens is when you're an evil person, you look at the world upside down. What Cuomo did was kill off somewhere between 15 and 20,000 elderly people by shipping COVID patients all the way into May into nursing homes in New York. So shifting COVID. That's just like, like Tom, you're saying that COVID isn't deadly or COVID. I've never said COVID wasn't serious. It's serious to people basically 80 and above because the average age of death of COVID average 
average age of COVID death in America is 80. Average age of death in America, period, is 78. But what he did was ship basically a serious strain of flu into nursing homes. They do things upside down. And then, of course, because the media does things upside down, because they're the devil, the devil thinks that which is good is bad and that which is bad is good. That's how they are. They're demonic. The fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Psalm chapter 14, verse 1. That's how they view the world. They are corrupt. It's all about, all that Andrew Cuomo cares about is the adoration of women going, oh, I wish I could go on a date with them. That's all that he cares about. So they do everything opposite. Let's just pretend. We're pretending now. One more time. We're pretending now. Let's pretend that the vaccine is the answer to all. Let's say it's actually a serious virus, which it's not. It is only for people basically 80 and above. Let's say it's a, you know real important that you you know they got the 40-year-old doctor. Oh, thank you so much. So let's just pretend that that's a legitimate concern. But here's the thing. Let's pretend like it is. So how are all of the liberals disseminating the COVID-19 virus vaccine now? Have you heard? How are they disseminating? I'll put this out, more of this on the next podcast. But how are they deciding who gets it first? How are they deciding it? Remember, their world's upside down. They're deciding it by race. By race, not by age. Average age of COVID death, 80. And they're going to do it by race. That's your 2020 Democratic Party, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute facts. Look it up. You don't believe me. Try it. All right, here we go. This is a video that Aaron has excellent put it together, spliced it together for me in excellent fashion. This is the uh, nurse after she takes the marvelous, wonderful, saves all. She, you know what? It improves your survival rate. Remember, from 99.8% to 99.9%. So this is what happens to her when she takes the vaccine. When you woke up this morning, did you know you were going to be receiving the vaccine? I did, yes. So, you know, all of my staff, um, we are excited to get the vaccine. You know, um, we are in the COVID unit. So therefore, you know, my team will be getting first chances to get the vaccine. And I know that um, it's, Really, I'm sorry, I'm feeling really dizzy. (laughs) I'm sorry. bring it back to me there you go it worked out real well for her so far right all right leader mcconnell here's what he says about the vaccine just received right remember the video you just saw just received the safe effective covid vaccine following continuity of government protocols vaccines are how we beat the virus you know you know how you beat the virus uh mitch mcconnell you know listen i try to side with mitch as much as i can but you know how you, you know how you beat the virus let the virus be. 
You can't. There's no thing. You, there's no vaccine for a virus. It mutates constantly. As soon as you go A to Z, as soon as you make an A, an A virus, it's already mutated to C. Watch. Watch and see how it all plays out. Safe and effective as the nurse collapses, but here, Mitch McConnell, it's safe and effective. I love Rogan O'Hanley's tweet right here. He goes, so far, we've got a vaccination video where the guy, which is a doctor, uses an empty syringe, and then another where the nurse nurse passes out after receiving the shot, totally reassuring, laugh out loud. Yeah, there you go. I mean, again, never seen this before in my life, ever. I've never sat and watched a doctor shoot a video of himself being shot with another, being shot with a, with a syringe by another doctor and faking it. Why would you do that? But just keep strapping your mask on. And you know, COVID exists at five feet, so everyone crawl on the ground. And every 12 feet, every 12 feet, play We Will Rock You on your butt cheeks. Do it. That's as much sense as all this vaccination and mask stuff makes. All right, from the best pastor on the planet, Rodney Howard Brown. What a joke. Vice President Mike Pence. Second Lady Karen Pence and Surgeon General Jerome Adams all received the coronavirus vaccine. Play it for me. There we all come. Look, I mean, look at this grandiose thing. Is that the Fouch? Is that that's the Lawn Dwarf? Look at him. There he is. I mean, again, this is another first. 2020. Sa- look at look at the sign behind. Safe and effective. Hey, he actually took a vaccine there. Safe and effective. You're like, you bring it back to me. So you're like, you're probably like, you know, Tom, I thought you were a, you know, a Trumpster. I am. Love him. But when he's wrong, he's wrong. I, yeah, it's funny to me, though. Aaron and I were talking about this. Whenever I say Aaron, by the way, that's the guy running the show behind the scenes. He's also my worship leader here at Foundation Church. I also have my son, Tommy, here, and I have my wife, Hope, here. We're going to set up a camera so you guys can see them in the future. But I was talking to Aaron before the show. Trump hasn't taken the vaccine. Uh, Fauci hasn't taken it. Robert Redfield, head of the CDC, hasn't taken it. Gavin Newsom hasn't taken it. Andrew Cuomo hasn't taken it. Tom Wolfe hasn't taken it. That's the governor of Pennsylvania. Phil Murphy, governor of New Jersey, hasn't taken it. Gretchen Whitmer, what's her name? Wretched, Wretched Whitless. Yeah, Wretched Whitless, governor of Michigan. She hasn't taken it. I wonder why that is. I wonder why they haven't taken it. I, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess Pence is willing to be the guinea pig. You're like, Tom, you should love him. He's a brother in Christ. He's, he is, but he's weak. He's weak. Got to preach the gospel, man. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You got to preach the gospel. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. I mean, come on. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. There is nothing to fear. The only thing that can kill you before a full, long, 120-year life, if that's how if that's how you choose to believe, it's all about faith. Our entire covenant is about faith. Therefore, since you have been justified through faith, you have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom you have gained access by faith into this grace in which we, in which we now stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Romans 5, 1 and 5, 2. So you got to stand in it. Whatever it is that you choose to believe out of the Bible will happen. Whatever you choose not to believe, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject you. Hosea 4, 6. Whatever you choose not to believe out of the Bible, some people choose to reject all of the Bible and will die and go straight to hell because they're carrying their own sins. But the Bible, it doesn't just say, Psalm 103.3 says, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Right? That's the Bible. Well, we didn't believe that. That's not the uh, denomination that I grew up. Denominations are what? You know what they are? Crap. Crap. That's what they are. 
It's the Bible. The Bible is all that counts. Not my opinion, not your opinion, not Mike Pence's opinion. Mike Pence is being a weak Christian taking that vax. All you need to do is bind that thing. You never even, why would you, Mike Pence, he's chiseled out in great shape. His odds of dying of COVID, I mean, post-infection, Donald Trump lives on the same, lives on the same diet I do. Soda and hamburgers. And he had it and was done in three days. Mike Pence looks like he takes care of himself. He's out there, you know, hey. And he catches it. He has basically a 0% chance of dying. Why are you taking a vaccination? Why? Why would you bother? Well, because you're saving lives. No, let everybody else get vaxxed and they can save their own lives if that's what they think. All right, Andrew Yang tweet. Look at this. Good job, Christians, by the way. My CCCs out there, COVID caving Christians. Is there a way for someone to easily show that they have been vaccinated, like a barcode that they can download to their phone? There ought to be. Tough to have mass gatherings like concerts and ball games without either mass adoption of the vaccine or a means of signaling. I've been tested at a photo shoot or interview and gotten a bracelet showing I was negative. Then we can interact more freely. Look at these. I mean, you see this, mask wearers. Do you ever read... Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. You ever, you ever, do you, have you ever read it? And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And no one may buy or sell except him who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. It is the number of a man. And that number is 666. Do you ever read it? And you don't see this? Put it up one more time for me here. There, you don't see it in this. You don't see this. How do you not see? How are you Mike Pence and not see this? Do you ever read your Bible? Or are you, have you been sitting under the tutelage of a skinny jeans wearing with the, with the right hole positioned over whatever knee with his medallion on his skin-tight clothes, typing his messages off the inter- internet that have titles like Toy Story and Naked and Unafraid or At the Movies. Have you been sitting under that so long that you have absolutely zero comprehension of what is even in the Bible? Would you, would you even follow Jesus if you actually read Jesus of the Bible? Most Christians wouldn't. Most Christians, I'm stealing this from the Babylon Bee, most Christians today would consider Jesus to be unchristlike. All right, here's Jack uh, Posobiec's uh, response to Andrew Yang. I'll just read the bottom. Is there a way for someone to easily show that they've been vaccinated like a barcode? Uh, Jack re- responds, why not just have it tattooed? Oh, that sounds interesting, does it not? Well, there's a digital tattoo. Tattoo being worked on right now by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, along with Gavi MasterCard. Yeah, that's all that's in the works right now. Here's some other responses. Put the next one up. Yeah, John Cordello. Some Austrian guy had the same idea, Andrew. Same, same guy, same Austrian guy. He actually, he fought in World War I. Some Austrian guy had that same idea in the late 1930s Germany. All right, next one. There you go. Mexico approves biometric ID card to help address demographic changes. A new general population law enables a government database that has Mexicans' personal data, including an individual's unique physical characteristics. Just run the next one up, Aaron. Yeah, I love. Here, this is the this is the quintessential response to Andrew Yang. 
Again, is there a way for someone to easily show that they have been vaccinated? Like a barcode they can download to their phone. There ought to be. Michael Knowles responds to Andrew Yang, former presidential candidate. Like maybe a mark on their right hand or forehead. Revelation 13, 16 through 18. I'm just spitballing here. That's the best response of all. Dr. David Samadhi tweet. Yeah, I can't. I just don't see how you Christians can't see this. Look at Israel. Israel has confirmed that it will issue official identification to those who receive a coronavirus jab, a coronavirus vaccine, which will be used to bestow certain privileges not enjoyed by people who remain unvaccinated. Oh, per, per, per RT News. Well, that sounds eerily familiar. Did I, did, I, did I just read those Bible verses? That no one may buy or sell except him who has the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. No, that sounds strange. Israel just put in that if you don't have the vaccination identification card, there's certain privileges that you won't be able to do. It will get to where you can't eat. Good, listen, good job, quarantine Christians. Nice job. And I'm speaking to my own church people too. I know you're not mine anymore. I get it. You left. You're a bunch of capitulating CCCs, COVID-caving Christians. Well, Tom, I'll never come back with you talking to me that way. That's exactly what you need. You need, listen, when somebody's dying on the ground, I've been to many of these calls, police officer, 92 to 2017. I've seen many, many times where someone, they've got to put the paddles on, man. Thump, you back to life. Maybe that's what you need is someone to wake you up, to just bust right through your pride. You can just say, you know what? I was wrong. I never should have quarantined. I never should have locked down. I never should have been incessantly washing my hands. I never should have stopped going to church. Somebody needs to wake you up. All right, next one here. Oh, is that the one here? Okay, good. Yeah, that's the one I want. Perfect. All right, Matthew, uh, Matthew Nielsen tweet. At this Phoenix area elementary school, which is closed, school is closed. Teachers are at risk. Mask up. Stay home. Unless, of course, it's ugly sweater Christmas party time. Look at this. Yeah, Dave, one of their faces blotted out, right? They can't be near kids. Those three ladies don't live together, but they can all party. You know why? Do you know why? Because they know there's nothing to be afraid of, but they get a year off. No, it's not a year off. How long has it been now? Hey, you guys, my staff, how long has it been since the church, I mean, since uh, school's been closed? Last March, so yes, March. So it's coming up. They're gonna, they're gonna have. Oh, you know, shoot, man, you got, you got Fauci right now. Fauci's saying, you know, we're gonna, this is gonna all gonna be in place till 2022. You got Gates, Billy Gates, you know, computer geek nerd who's out there. He's COVID expert, yeah, epidemiologist. Suddenly, a doctor has never been a doctor in his life, but suddenly is an expert on infectious diseases. He says, yeah, you know, all the way through 2020, this is a great time for these ugly sweater ladies. You know, hey, you know, we get a whole year off. This is fantastic. Absolutely great. All right, Fox News. CDC confirms COVID-19 vaccine allergic reactions. Issues new guidance. The CDC says Saturday today that it learned of severe allergic reactions to the COVID-19 vaccine. And now I wonder wonder if Pence and McConnell are sweating it now. And now recommends if a person has ever had a severe allergic reaction to any ingredient in a COVID-19 vaccine, then they should not get that specific vaccine. Now, here's the thing. How would you know whether you're allergic to any of the ingredients in the COVID-19 vaccine? Here's a list of them. Oh, here they are. I mean, listen, I'm an educated man. Not, not, you know, I have a bachelor's degree and Woody do, you know, that means a whole lot. And that means about as much as the dog, the 
dog poop in my front yard. But anyway, the large pile, my dog puts out giant large piles. So Malamaw, giant mountains of poop. That's about what it matters. But anyway, so <laughs> you should hear my wife's responses to my things that I talk about. So look at the things in there. Tell me what that is. How are you supposed to know? I don't know. I'm going to do my best here. You got all you people in the medical community. I got some nurses watching me, nurses that attend the church. You're going to make fun of me. I know tomorrow when you see me, but let's look at it. How do you know what hydroxybutyl is or Anzan Adel? <laughs> Hexan six. <laughs> oh, I, I, you know what? I'm having an allergic reaction. It must be that Hexan six. Maybe it's the ditradsalacetamide. <laughs> the phosphocholine. <laughs> the potassium chloride. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know what any of these things are. So they tell you if you're allergic to any of that, don't take it. Who knows if you're allergic to it? You don't even know what it is. The only thing I could tell you for sure, whether I'm, you know, that I know what it is, I could tell you if I was allergic to beef, chicken, chocolate. Yeah, sucrose. Yeah, Aaron's being scientific now. Just told me sucrose is sugar, glucose. Uh, yeah, okay. Was, yeah, there's some down here. There, there's some. I eat some sucrose. Sodium chloride, that's salt, right? I eat a lot of salt. So I don't know if I ever eat any potassium sulfate, and I have absolutely no idea what hydroxybutyl is. I mean, I have no clue. So how in the world would you have any idea? But here's the thing. Here's what's great. Is this, here you got this lady right here. She's a doctor. Her name is uh, Candace Cody. And here she is. Got my COVID vaccine today at 35 weeks pregnant. We'll pass antibodies to baby. You sure? Grateful to be part of ending the pandemic. She's taken a vaccine that's taken less than a year to develop when most of them take a decade. But, you know, this is a doctor. To those waiting, have patience. To those who are unsure, read primary sources, ask, and don't give in to fear. If you're taking the vaccine, you are the fearful one. What is she afraid of? I mean, I'm guessing, I'm looking at her. I'd say 35 years old. Let's, let's examine what is her, if she catches COVID, what's her chance of dying? We know the baby, it's zero. Ch children are neither carriers, nor do they get sick from COVID, nor are they significant vectors of COVID. So the kid's out, kid's fine. She's 35, let's see, let's calculate. Her, her, here's her survival rate, ready? Ready? 99.98% post-infection. She's taking a vaccine for what? What are you going to increase it to? What are you going to increase it to? That's 100%. What are you going to increase it to? Absolutely unbelievable that somebody will sit there on a vaccine they have no idea about and inject that into their body while they're pregnant. A doctor. And then just don't be a slave to fear. You are the slave to fear. I love these absolutely moronic pastors who are writing books right now in the midst of their churches being closed about don't be a slave to fear. The fear virus. That's one. I love the fear virus. Some Yahoo pastor wrote a book called The Fear Virus while his church is closed. You coward. They, they would call people like, how am I fearful? How am I fearful? I risked arrest. I, I, I risked this horrible virus. I risked the, you know, everybody hating me. Who cares? Woe to you when all men speak well of you. Go ahead. There it is. <laughs> Sometimes you got to give Aaron his due. There it is, fear virus, why your church is closed. No thanks, Eddie. No thanks, Eddie. 
No, thank you. You should be preaching the gospel instead of closing your church and putting out alcohol, alcohol, alcohol gel stations for everybody to wash their hands at. All right, Washington Examiner tweet. The Nevada election was inevitably riddled with fraud. Attorney alleges over 42,000 people voted more than once. At least 1,500 dead people are recorded as voting. More than 19,000. Now remember, Trump is losing this by maybe 20,000, maybe. More than 19,000 people voted even though they didn't live in Nevada. That's not great voter turnout when people vote from out of state. That's illegal voting. It's not great voter turnout when you have a county of 200,000 and 474,000 people voted in that county. Everybody over 200,000 is for sure illegal. And even in a county with 200,000, about 60% of people will show up to vote to begin with. So about 160,000 people, not in many counties. There's 353 counties in the, in, in the United States, according to Judicial Watch, where more than 100%, I put it this, it's too hard to say it that way, where double the amount of people eligible to vote voted in those counties. 353 counties. And people in, a, in, the, in the Supreme Court won't hear this case? That's, I mean, that's given to, why would you not hear it? Explain to me, explain it to me. Explain to me why the voting all shut down 11 o'clock at night, why? 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 Why is that happening? Again, first ever in history. And why would the Supreme Court not hear a case where it is for sure? You can't argue it. 300, 353 counties. More than double the amount of people voted than are eligible to vote. Well, that's just the Democrats. Boy, this is Joe Biden. We had, we had great turnout. I like when the kids rub my hair on my legs. And we had great turnout. My, my hair turns blonde in the summer, and they love my hair. They come to rub my hair down. I love kids sitting on my lap. It's great voter turnout. It's not great voter. It's impossible voter turnout. It's illegal voter turnout. You can't have double. You have to register 30 days prior to the election that you live there. So if double the amount of people showed up, then at least, at least half of that population Half of those votes are illegal. This is happening in Nevada. Play it for me. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Ranking Member Peters, and members of the committee. This year, thousands upon thousands of Nevada voters had their voices canceled out by election fraud and invalid ballots. Here's how it happened. On August 3rd, 2020, after a rushed special session, Nevada legislators made drastic changes to the state's election law by adopting a bill known as AB4. The vulnerabilities of this statute were obvious. It provided for universal mail voting without sufficient safeguards to authenticate voters or ensure the fundamental requirement that only one ballot was sent to each legally qualified voter. This was aggravated by election officials' failure to clean known deficiencies in their voter rolls. Because of AB4, the number of mail ballots rocketed from about 70,000 in 2016 to over 690,000 this year. The election was inevitably riddled with fraud and our hotline never stopped ringing. While the media and Democrats accused us of making it all up, our team began chasing down every lead. Our evidence came both from data scientists and from brave whistleblowers. Here's what we found. Over 42,000, 42,000 people voted more than once. 
our experts were able to make this determination by reviewing the list of actual voters and comparing it to other voters with the same name, address, and date of birth. This method was also able to catch people using different variations of their first name, such as William and Bill, and individuals who were registered both under a married name and a maiden name. At least 1,500 dead people are recorded as voting, as shown by comparing the list of male voters with the Social Security death records. More than 19,000 people voted even though they didn't live in Nevada. This does not include military voters or students. These voters were identified by comparing the list of voters with the U.S. Postal Service's National Change of Address database, among other sources. About 8,000 people voted from non-existent addresses. Here we cross-reference voters with the coding accuracy support system, which allowed our experts to identify undeliverable addresses. Over 15,000 votes were cast from commercial or vacant addresses. Our experts found these voters by analyzing official U.S. Postal Service records that flag non-residential addresses and addresses vacant for more than 90 days. Incredibly, almost 4,000 non-citizens also voted as determined by comparing official DMV records of non-citizens to the list of actual voters in the 2020 election. The list goes on. All in all, our experts identified 130,000 unique instances of voter fraud in Nevada. But the actual number is almost certainly higher. Our data scientists made these calculations not by estimations or statistical sampling, but by analyzing and comparing the list of actual voters with other lists, most of which are publicly available. To put it simply, they explained their methods so others could check their work. Our evidence has never been refuted, only ignored. Two Clark County technical employees came forward completely independent of each other and explained that they discovered that the number of votes recorded by voting machines and stored on USB drives would change between the time the polls were closed at night and when they were reopened the next morning. In other words, votes were literally appearing and disappearing in the dead of night. When we attempted to verify the integrity of these voting machines, we were allowed only a useless visual inspection of the outside of a USB drive. We were denied a forensic examination. Finally, our investigation also uncovered a campaign to illegally incentivize votes from, mar from marginalized populations by requiring people to prove that they voted to receive raffle tickets for gift cards, televisions, and more. Our determined team verified these irregularities without any of the tools of law enforcement, such as grand jury, subpoenas, or FBI agents. Instead, we had less than a month to use critical thinking and elbow grease to compile our evidence. We tried to obtain testimony or documents from Clark County officials, but they obstructed right, back to me. So there's the thing. Once again, is that ever going to be heard by the Supreme Court? It should be. I'm not going to say it never is. Listen, I'm going to tell you what I believe. You take it or leave it. Chew on the meat, spit out the bones, do what you want. I believe what's going to happen, this is what I've prayed for, is there would be such a mass exposure of fraud that even the mainstream media is compelled to report it and that it turns this whole situation around. That is what I'm praying. Let's just agree with me on that. It doesn't take much to agree. 
It's Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. Two or more agree. Just agree with me. Just say right now to the Holy Spirit, I agree with Tom. And let's watch it happen and watch Donald Trump installed as he should be back at the 45th president of the United States. Not the worst president. I don't know if you could ever get worse than Barack Hussein Obama. But if anybody could challenge that throne, it'd be Joseph Biden for sure. But listen to those stats out of Nevada. Absolutely riveting. All right. The Hill tweet. Back to COVID, the other prong of the fraudulent attack against the church and against America. Judge rules strip clubs exempt from California coronavirus restrictions. <laughs> I was Aaron right before the podcast go, like, well, maybe you could do church in strip clubs. You know, I mean, you'd have maybe some coordinated dance dancers on their poles. You do your offering where, where they combine giant tubs and you could just make it rain. You know, you can do a church service that way. Other people are doing church services in Walmarts because they were open, right? All right, next to Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Let me make this clear to everybody. Back to me real quick. Let me make this clear to everybody. America's pastor, Rodney Howard Brown, River Church, Tampa. Now, this guy right here, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, is America's evangelist. Neither one of them ever bowed a knee for a second to Corona. They stood up. They never closed. They never shut down. Jonathan preaches. I mean, if they would have let him, he would have preached anywhere. He would have gone to jail. Tough on an evangelist because all the churches were closed. But all that his ministry did while all these churches were closed, his ministry exploded. You know why? Because he trusts in the promises of God. America's pastor, Rodney Howard Brown, America's evangelist, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Here's a tweet from him. Move your ministry to online only. What could that, what could go wrong? Well, let's look at what happened to Zachary here. Team at Team YouTube. Please explain how my testimony, (laughs) real quick, back to me here. Just so everybody gets it. Everybody during the COVID thing, and there still is, because I'll show you the church that just recently got their chairs back. This will be fun, right here in this area. It's fun, good times. Everybody went to Zoom services, and what was happening was, is you say something offensive because, Aaron, you have to explain, if I'm saying this technologically wrong, tell me. But since like YouTube or whatever platform it is runs, gives you the access to run a live stream, they can then censor your live stream, right? They can just say, you know what? That was offensive. I remember Jonathan said one time, you don't think I'm right about Jonathan's warning about Google or YouTube or whatever platform you're using to run your zoom, Facebook, you know, try preaching what the Bible says about homosexuality for 30 days, Jonathan said, and see and see if Zoom services really are the answer. I remember that galactic, moronic pastor in Tampa by the first name of Anthony, major anti-Rodney Howard Brown guy and anti-Jonathan guy. He was like, this is not our fight. How's it working for you, Anthony? How's your church going? 285 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Remember you said, oh, this is not our fight, man. This is not our fight. We got to be a community partner, a good neighbor. It worked out real well, hasn't it? What are you thinking now? What are you thinking now as they continue their totalitarian measures over and over again? What, 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 how, how's that going now with the vaccines and then wanting to put identification cards out and Democratic po- politicians pushing it over and over again, closing down? 40% of businesses closed. Wasn't your fight, huh, Anthony? Really? All right, put that tweet back up. So what could go wrong, right, Jonathan asks. Team YouTube, please explain how my testimony violates your community guidelines. What am I saying that that don't you want? I don't know. There's grammar's bad. What am I saying that don't you, don't you want people to hear? That you don't want people to hear? Hey, hey, the river, 
uh, whatever, Kashatan, we wanted to let you know that our team has reviewed your content and we don't think it's in line with our community guidelines. As a, revo- as a result, we've age-restricted the following content. There you go. But this isn't your battle, guys. We can have church on Zoom. Oh, really? Well, maybe you can if you preach a bubblegum gospel. Maybe if you just preach, if you preach something that's not the Bible, you dare say someone's going to hell. You dare call homosexuality a sin. You dare call fornication a sin. Whatever it is, you just you dare say that men ought to go to men's restrooms and women ought to go to women's restrooms. You dare say anything like that. Watch out. Yeah, just do the Zoom. That's not our battle, right, Pastor Anthony? You moron. Oh, the Aaron just told me the video. It was about a he, somebody healed of cancer. Yeah, there it is, right? Yeah, there you go on the bottom. Zachary's testimony: healed of cancer. Banned. There you go. Yeah, there, here's my favorite. This is my picture of the day. Hey, Jer, thank you for sending. If you're Jer, if you're watching, love you, man. Thanks for sending this to me. I carefully blocked out the names. Local church. <laughs> They just got, look at this, big announcement at the church. They just got their chairs back. You know, because you know what they had been doing? They've been doing the COVID clumps. Another another CC. COVID caving Christians doing the CC, the COVID clump. You know how to make, how to write songs. I'm going to write songs about it. COVID clump, you know. What they were doing is you had to bring in your own law chair, your own lawn chairs with your family, and sit in your designated COVID clump apart from everybody else, but Pastor Anthony in Largo, Florida, whose church starts with the name Abundant. This wasn't your battle, huh? You're, you're fine with the government telling you to sit, make sure that you're sitting in COVID clumps in your church. That doesn't, that doesn't bother you at all, that, you, that they told you that it was two weeks and now you're at 285 days. You're so lucky, Anthony. You're so lucky that you live under DeSantis because you would still be closed if you were in Michigan. You you weren't you weren't you didn't have the balls to stay open to begin with in a in a state where you could have stayed open. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Get that out of there before you tempt me further. They're trying to get me to put a picture. Not doing it. Not they. I'm not going to blame anybody but Aaron on that. But if you had, you, you, listen, the, the man that you actually maligned, Rodney Howard Brown, bought your ticket for you to stay open. And you still capitulated to the government and closed because you had to save lives from a, from a virus with a 99.9 post-infection survival rate. You're a clown. You're a gutless clown. A gutless gelding. A harem eunuch. When are you going to publicly come out and repent? When are you going to come out and say it? I was wrong. Well, Tom, nobody's going to say it when you're being mean. Doesn't matter whether I'm mean or not, you need to repent. You can go ahead and never watch one thing I do, but you should repent. All of you, all you quarantine Christians putting out on Facebook, uh, day 17, quarantine, quarantine, day 17. You should have repented a long time. You don't see this? You don't see it as politicians are calling for people to be barcoded, whether they're vaccinated or not, it, you're not going to repent still? 285 days into 14 days to flatten the curve? You're not going to repent? 
You're just pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. All right, I am tweet. Is that next? Yeah, there we go. The news media is pouncing all over the story that Southern California has no available ICU beds. Back to me real quick, Aaron. Be ready for that one. Bring it right back. That's what the standard thing. You know, we're supposed to, we're not supposed to be ignorant of the devil's schemes. It comes the same way every time. Coward pastors, coward business owners, they're going to come to you every single time and say the same thing. We need you to cooperate so we can save lives so that the hospitals won't be overrun. They weren't ever overrun. If they were overrun, then explain to me the mass layoffs of doctors, nurses, and hospital workers. Explain that, please, during the entire pan pandemic. They say the same thing every time. All right, put it back up. The news media is pouncing all over the story that Southern California has no available ICU beds. Oh, the story. Who makes that up? Oh, they just burped it. No, it's real now. No, it's real. No, no available ICU beds. Have they checked the state dashboard? No, the media doesn't do any sort of reporting. Nothing's been verified, Leslie Stahl says to Donald Trump, about, about the people that were falsely uh, investigating his... His spied on his campaign. Nothing's been verified. That's your job, numb nuts. You're the one who's supposed to verify it, idiot. So here we go. Have they checked the state data board, the state dashboard? Because here's what ICU availability actually is. Oh, there it is right there. LA is 338 available. ICU bed, San Diego, 168. Orange County, 79. San Bernardino, 41. Riverside, 29. Ventura, 35. Santa Barbara, 37. Oh, my word. We are being overrun. We need to do another. Get ready for COVIDology 101. We need to do another pause. Got to learn to speak their language. Pause. Right? All right. I am tweet. LA also has nearly the same number of ICU beds. Remember, they're doing this all to conserve the beds available now as it did before COVID really even hit. 345 when they started tracking. And 338 now, so mass, the sky is falling. We've lost seven beds. Just keep strapping your mask on, Christians. Rejoice that you have your chairs. Oh, they let us have our chairs back in our church. Woo, what a Sunday it will be. No problem with that, huh, Pastor Anthony? You have churches down here rejoicing. They get their chairs back, and it wasn't your battle. You don't see this at all? You don't see the demonic oppression? Really? You need to pray more. Pray more and read your Bible. All right, I, I am tweet. Last one. California reported 52,981 new cases today. By the way, that's nothing. That's how the flu goes. Despite the expert, they make it sound, again, if you tracked COVID, like if you tracked flu like you did COVID, it would come out every day just like this. New cases today, despite the expert, created blueprint for a safer economy on 828. Cases are up 1,151%, 1,151% since the statewide mask mandate, closing indoor dining and curfews failed. And of course, cases are up 703% since Newsom's, Newsom went to the French Laundry. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, there you go. Look at how, look how great the mandates worked. Every time everything shot up. Look at the ones before the little lump. And now look at them all now at the big lump. It's the same graph every single time. Aaron, are you ready? Same graph every time. Here they are. Run them. Same. Same. 
Same. <laughs> it's the same. Every time. Every time. They look exactly the same. There it is. Keep running on the switch game. Go right over me. Is that it? There you go. They look exactly the same. Every single time. All right. Federalist tweet. Report. Washington is inflating COVID, COVID toll, tolls even after, or I'm going to say COVID totals because that's a lot, COVID death tolls, COVID death totals, even after getting caught once before. Let me read you this article real quick, or at least a part of it. A new report discovered Washington State's Department of Health, DOH, is inflating its COVID-19 death tolls by potentially hundreds of deaths. Oh, what? What's the chubby pastor from Inglewood, Florida? 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida, Foundation Church, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. Join me here. What's this chubby pastor been telling you since March? False COVID death totals. That's why we have 2.5 thousand Americans have died so far this year during the pandemic. 300, they all blame Trump. 300,000 because Trump's terrible leadership. No, it's just 300,000 re- distributed deaths, reattributed deaths. That's all that it is. Yes, people have died of COVID somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 30,000, like a flu season. And that's why uh, there's no flu deaths. Zero. What a miracle, right? Miracle. I've been telling you this. And now they get caught. This is the second time Jay Inslee, governor of Washington's state, has been caught counterfeiting COVID deaths. By hundreds, hundreds of deaths, despite being reprimanded over the summer for similar errors, analyzing more than 2,000 death certificates from an, as early as uh, September, investigators at Freedom Foundation found that 170 so-called COVID deaths listed no reference to the virus. <laughs> what a miracle. They died of COVID without COVID. I think, you know, again, it's very parallel to the election fraud. Uh, we're shutting down the, the, the ballot counting while we're counting the ballot. Uh, they died of COVID without COVID. We're not counting as we're counting. That's the devil. That's demonic. Everything upside down. They've been caught again. 170 so-called COVID deaths lifted, listed no reference to the virus, while another 171 death certificates simply listed COVID-19 as a possible contributing factor, but not a direct cause of death. They already were reprimanded about this before. They were reprimanded about this in May, doing the same crap. All right, this was put out as a public service. They were really proud of themselves. This is put out, you can put it up, Aaron. This is the port out of the, the Portland Trailblazers. Again, these are the Chinese CC, CCP butt-kissing, boot-licking, capitulating collaborators with the Chinese government. The NBA, who won't do a thing. They're all about social justice, right? right as the Uyghur Muslims are blindfolded, handcuffed, and put in trains off to their version of Auschwitz. They don't care. They don't care at all. They don't care as long as they can say black lives matter. They think they're righteous as other okay, black. Okay. Who, first of all, who has ever said that any skin colors life, any skin, any person of any color that their life doesn't matter. Whoever, who's ever said that outside of absolute racist. No, nobody, nobody said that. So you're, you're grandstanding on what? And, and you have about 14,000 homicides per year, 7,000 of which, uh, are black people 
Of the 7,000 black homicide victims every year, 97% are killed by other black people. So where, where is the outrage? But yet over in China, they have forced abortions, forced sterilizations. They're putting people in handcuffs, blindfolded, loading them onto trains, out to re-education camps, never to be seen again. But you get to chant, Black Lives Matter. And you think that you're doing something. You sound like the Christian who thinks you're saving lives by wearing a mask around. You know what you're wearing? Just put the word L-I-E. Just put it on there because that's what you're wearing around. All right, put it up there for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, run the, yeah, well, let me explain it first. I got to give it a little something so you see it. Um, here, put the tweet back up. Yeah, there you go. Mask up everyone. This was their public service announcement. And you get to see a player here. This this coach dares to take his mask off nowhere near anybody and gets rebuked by a player. Play it for him. Oh, there's no audio? Oh, there you go. Put Here, rewind it real quick. Yeah, watch the player. This is what they're so proud of. They're so proud. Put your mask on. As he's sitting there, what? As the player is sitting... Outside of the game, he's not in the game right now. And he says, put your mask on. What is he missing? Oh, he, uh, he's missing a mask. Just like all the other lip-tarred, hypocrite, Democratic Party members who waltz around constantly and get caught constantly violating their own COVID laws because they're not afraid of COVID because they know, they listen, they're evil and they're demonic but they're not stupid. They know a 99.9% survival rate when you're a skinny, grease-haired governor of California. You know you're not going to die as you go out to eat with your 8 or 9 or 10 or 15 friends for, you know, 40 or, you know, whatever, the $14,000 bill at the French Laundry. You know you're not going to get, you're not, you know you're not going to die of COVID. You know. So why, hopefully, but it was, I guess these people are stupid. Do you not realize that everybody has a camera? All right, here's Boris Johnson speaking of COVID. I just want you to assess. When you watch this video, Boris Johnson was supposed to be another Donald Trump. Well, that's been a galactic failure. He's All he's done is capitulate. He basically, what Boris does is he started off grabbing his knees for COVID. Then he scooted down and grabbed his calves for COVID. And now he scooted all the way down and grabbed his ankles for COVID. And they said, you know what, Boris? That's not enough. We want you to grab your toes for COVID and all of you capitulators out here, is this really the world you want? Play it for me. Introduce new restrictions in the most affected areas, specifically those parts of London, the Southeast and the East of England, which are currently in tier three. These areas will enter a new tier four, which will be broadly equivalent to the national restrictions which were in place in England in November. That means residents in those areas must stay at home, apart from limited exemptions set out in law, non-essential retail, indoor gyms and leisure facilities and personal care services must close, people must work from home if they can but may travel to work if this is not possible, for example in the construction and manufacturing sectors, people should not enter or leave tier 4 areas and tier 4 residents must not stay overnight away from home. Individuals can only meet one person from another household in an outdoor public space. <laughs> Unlike the November national restrictions, communal you worship. Me enough is enough. So, one year fight, huh, pastors? Being a good, good neighbor, community partner, 
Tier one, tier four, can't leave and go to tier three. Tier three, can't go into tier four and go back to tier three. No work. Stay at home. A person can't go and see anybody. You know what he said? You can't have any overnight visitors. You can't, whatever it may be, which is great. At least they're curbing immorality, I guess. Nobody listens. I mean, Neil Ferguson, the one who created the models for the United States, has said that 2.2, 2.3 million Americans were going to die of COVID. He was the one who was caught out sleeping in an adulterous affair violating his own COVID rules, his own COVID laws. And you know, Boris, get a, do something with your hair for one thing. Get something going there. Put a comb in there for one thing. But I mean, I want you to think about it. Is this, is this the world? Christians, this is the, those that capitulated, this really? This is it? You're all right with this? That this guy is on the, you know, I mean, the church is gone in England. It's gone. Is this what you want in America? This is how they killed the church in England. This is how they killed it. I want you to think about it. Bring it back to me real quick here. Think about how they killed the church in England. They lawed it out. Law, L-A-W, lawed it out. Baby, you can be arrested now in England. You can be arrested in Canada for hate speech. They just banned Governor Cuomo of New York, Andrew, Andy Cuomo. He just banned all symbols of hate. Who stipulates what hate is? I, you know, who does? You know, just free speech is free speech. I mean, listen, if you want it, listen, people can... Put comments on here right now. I hate you. Okay, that's hate speech, right? I won't do anything to you. That's for you're free to say it. You're free to be a racist. It's appalling. You'll die and go to hell for being a racist. But I mean, that's you're free to be. Right? I mean, that's what they've done in England. The church in England's gone. I want you to think about what's what's going on in England. Don't even tell me Hillsong London. Nah. That's not anything. There's no gospel being preached in England. All right, PLC tweet. Since Thanksgiving. The count of currently hospitalized COVID patients in the United States has increased by 26%. Oh, no. Inter- inter- uh, interestingly, more than a half of, those gro- of this growth has come from just two freaking states. Yes, I had the freaking. California and New York. Look at this graph. Look at it. <laughs> if only, oh, yeah, Aaron pointed out the last line. If only they had locked down and worn masks. <laughs> Look at them. 26% increase, and it all comes from two states. Hey, here's the other thing, and I've said this probably 20 times already in the podcast, but just in case there's a new person watching, where do 50% of the new unemployment filings come from? 50% in the country come from one state. Hotel California. Woohoo! Great job, California. All right, here we go. I am Tweet via Buck Sexton. While Denmark already had a mask mandate for public transit, they expanded mask requirements on 1029. Oh, they saved the day. They saved the day to cover all indoor public space. Oh, everybody gets to live now. So let's see how it's working out for them. Let's look at how masks are working. All right, put it up, Aaron. There you go. Great job. Oh, that's great. Oh, you know what? They put the public transit mask mandate out in August. And cases skyrocketed. So you know what they did? They they did they did all indoor spaces. There's another mass mandate. And look how great the cases have gone since then. Wow. And Christians are still wearing them. And you still hear Joe Biden say when he gets into office, it's a hundred days of mask wearing. These people are either absolutely stupid or purposely ignorant. Those are your only two choices that's a sad state to be in life 
stupid or willfully ignorant. I mean, that's, I mean, literally, that's like saying, do, do you want to be shot or hung? That's it. And here's just the, here's this typical hypocrisy. Here's Eric Swalwell waltzing down the road in his own neighborhood. You just played her. Here comes Swalwell walking down the road. Do you, do you plan on stepping down from the committee or anything like that? Or resigning from Congress? Can you tell us anything about uh, your relationship with Ms. Fang? Anything in general? Congress <laughs> from Swalwell? Hey, Aaron, just mute the uh, play it back, mute the uh, sound on it if you can. And let's just talk about, let's look at what, what's he missing here? One of the biggest mask advocates in the country. There he is. Known collusion hoaxer has been calling Donald Trump a Russian spy for four years while he was uh, being an expert at loving the Chinese. We'll leave it at that. And there, you know, so there he is. And what's he not wearing? Oh, the, the uh, typical Democrat. Listen, Republicans oftentimes are gelding with geldings with notable exceptions, but Democrats are absolute blatant hypocrites. They consider themselves to be the ruling class. What's good for thee is not good for me. That is the Democrats. That is how they live. All right, Newsmax video. This is really important that you hear this. Everyone's always talking about. I, I see it. I see it endlessly on conservative media. Send out stimulus checks. Why? Why send out? What should we do, everybody? What should we do? Instead of sending out COVID stimulus checks, what should we be doing? Let's use logic, right? I know I'm preaching to the choir with my 142 that used to be 300 that are watching on Facebook. <laughs> And by the way, well, now 141. I'm having my usual effect. <laughs> I'm holding at 141. 139. There I am. That's that's my evangelism. See, <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. Oh, here's the thing. So what should we do? I know that I'm preaching to the choir here. You know the answer. But there's, sending out stimulus checks is not what we're supposed to be doing. We should just say, you know what? Caution to the wind because there's nothing to be cautious about. And open everything up because the checks are not worth the paper they're printed on. We're $28 trillion in debt and Republicans who are geldings and Democrats who are hypocrites are all trying to get together. The Republicans only want $1 trillion and Nancy Pelosi wants $2 trillion. $2 trillion? $1 trillion? We're $28 trillion in debt. Play it for me. You know, a lot of your colleagues are calling for this additional relief, and they're saying we can't go home until we get this. Um, but obviously, you know, that entails about another trillion dollars in spending. So why do you disagree with them uh, in that approach? Well, you know, we don't have a rainy day fund. We don't have a savings account. It's not like I can walk over to the Federal Reserve and open it up and say, aha, there's money. I'll just give it to people. It also is inconsistent with our philosophy. We aren't the party that's supposed to borrow money and pass it out. We're supposed to be the one to conserve the money. So I think it's a false choice to say, oh, well, the Democrats want $2 trillion and the Republicans want $1 trillion, so $1 trillion is conservative. I think what we should do is actually open the economy. The economy's been recovering. Um, unemployment in the 6% level, that's actually better than during President, most of President Obama's whole term. Unemployment now. GDP's rising rapidly. The places that are suffering are the places that are still shut down. The industries, restaurants are suffering, hotels are suffering. I think we need to open the economy and not borrow more money.
I mean, what do you think of uh, what's going on in these big cities like New York and Los Angeles? Uh, New York with over 23,000 restaurants, and now you see people dining out in the snow. I mean, if we continue to do that, I mean, where are we going to go after, the, after that? Well, see, and they're wanting bailouts, too. So if you bail out people that are keeping the economy locked down, what are they likely to do? Keep it locked down. The only thing that will get de Blasio and Cuomo to finally open up is when they run out of other people's money. So I think that uh, we shouldn't be passing out any money to the states. We shouldn't be rewarding their bad behavior. And really, this has probably been the worst time in the history of our country for power being accumulated into the hands of very few people. You know, nobody ever intended that governors would be sort of czars or dictators in charge of the economy. In my state, you can't have indoor dining, you can't have outdoor dining, your kids are not in school. We're worse than New York City right now in Kentucky. Our governor has shut the schools down, even though all of the science shows that, and all of the evidence, that you really aren't having a surge when you have the schools open. Yeah, obviously there's that conflict between um, you, know, you and the governor in terms of what you want to see. Do you think most people in your state uh, just want to see businesses back open, or do you think there's a lot of demand for that relief too? Well, see, I think there's a difference between good advice and a mandate. I lost two good friends this week to, to the virus. So I'm not saying it's not deadly. I'm not saying there's not good advice. If you're 85 years old and you ask me, should you go to church and sit there for two hours? I'd say my best advice is don't. But I would never mandate that you can't go to church. I would never mandate that you close the church. I would never mandate that you close religious school. So there's a difference between good advice and trying to you know, be careful about things and, and ignoring the First Amendment. When we start closing churches and closing religious schools, um, that's, our country was founded on religious freedom, and if we lose that, we're in a bad way. And, you know, I know... You back to me? So let's look at it real quick. You mentioned his, his state being worse than New York. He's right. Schools are closed. Can't, here's, here's the tough part. You can't eat indoors, so we'll go, no, you can't eat outdoors. So where do you eat? Outer space? What's your options? I can't eat indoors, can't eat outdoors. Uh, okay. So let's look at Andy Bashir is the governor, Democratic, of course, governor of Kentucky. So let's look at the dire straits that Kentucky is in with COVID-19, shall we? The population of Kentucky is 4.5 million people. 4.5 million, ready? COVID deaths, how many? Just right now, how many guests? Out of 4.5 million, I've got, how many, I'm looking at, uh, you got Randy right on right now. He says, wish I lived in Florida. So do I. Come to Foundation Church if you do, brother. Hey, Les, I see you on again still. Carlene, Maria. Maria says, California small businesses are rising up. Yes, there you go. Amen. Thomas Walker is watching. Ricky, God bless you. Glad you're on. So here's the thing. So let's look at the dire straits that Kentucky's in. So all you guys... 4.5 million people live in Kentucky. So how many COVID deaths do you think they've been? I want you to think about what 4.5 million means. A thousand thousands times four and a half. Think about that. And how many times, have they, how many deaths have they had in Kentucky? 2,100. 2,100 COVID deaths. So in the, in the state of Kentucky, you have a 0.04% chance of dying of COVID. Four one-hundredths of 1% chance of dying of COVID. And the schools are closed. Candace Owens tweet, every business, every business owner in America needs to watch this video. I'm not going to say any more. Play it for me.
starts propensity one. Now you bring it back to me. We don't need to watch people lift weights. <laughs> All right, last thing I want to try to squeeze in here tonight: Riley begging tweet, and this video going along with this because I've been trying to get this on for uh, last well the last podcast and this one. They said that they were <clears throat> the Republican electors. This is in Michigan. There to cast their votes. So the electors in Michigan show up to cast their vote for president. State police, not your fight, huh, Pastor? Not your fight, huh? Just close up. Preach another sermon series on Toy Story. State police declined to let them enter the building or leave votes uh, Leave votes offered in a manila envelope. So they tried not only to go in the building and cast their votes, they gave up and said, you know what, can we at least leave the votes here? Play the video for me. I'm not going to get into a political debate. I'm following the order. It's the official seal document that the certificate of ascertainment has also the GOP electors. They are here. They're okay. trying to do their constitutional duty. I understand. And their constitutional duty requires them to be at the Senate chamber today at 2 p.m. Aaron, freeze that when you put freeze that right there. Look at that girl right there. I'm assuming it's a female cop. I really can't tell. Yeah. The Michigan State Police. I mean, how much more of your face can be covered? I mean, where's the COVID going to get in? I mean, I just, I, again, these things, you guys probably get tired of my random musings, but the thing is, I just can't believe people in the church. People that are Republicans, people that are conservatives, leave that picture up here. As you, as you have it, freeze it for me. That anybody is okay with your society looking like this. I was in Home Depot yesterday, and I'm walking around there. It was like out of 150 people that were in there, me and two other guys didn't have masks on. I think because I look the way that I look, and I always have shirts on like this, nobody speaks to me. And rarely does anybody even look at me. But I can't believe that you, listen, Christian people, that you're okay with this, that you honestly think that this is about saving people's lives and keeping people virus-free. I cannot believe that you cannot see the totalitarianism behind this. Isn't it coincidental that all of these masked people are now keeping electors out of a public building? Electors, there to cast their ballots are kept out by wretched witless Governor Gretchen Whitmer. She had 200 police officers there to keep the Republican electors out of the building. And people are acclimating to this and starting to think that this is normal. Play it for me. If you have a problem, you can contact the governor's office, the speaker of the house, the and I bring it back to me. And I just want to make this clear to everybody. That cop is a coward. And I'm pro-cop. Love it. Defend the police, not defund the police. Love the cops was one. 25 years, 1992 to 2017. I love the cops. I would not. I'd quit my job before I was there. They don't even have the constitutional authority to ban people from that building. They don't. Those are the, those are the electors. That's like them, the cops showing up at your house. And like they did at the bar in Staten Island, the bar restaurant in Staten Island, the cops show up and said, you can't enter in your own building. But it's not your fight, right, Christians? It's not your fight. You know, just, you know, we're just, you know, we're going to just, we're going to pray and we're going to be, you know, we want to believe the experts and, you know, community partner with everybody and show everybody, you know, the hot dog stand closes. So the church of God closes because the church of God is no higher than a hot dog stand, right? You need to stand up. 
And now, while this was going on, while this was going on, while Republican <laughs> electors were blocked from getting into the Capitol by force, by 200 cops ordered by Gretchen Whitless, we have Breitbart News Tweet. While this was going on, please remain standing for the national anthem and the black national anthem. Play it for me. Now, please remain standing for the national anthem and the black national anthem by the Turner sisters, Jalea and Jamila Turner. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the heart. Okay, I can't bear anymore. I'm about to vomit. I've already thrown up some of my M&Ms into my mouth. Here's the thing. You're like, Tom, you're a racist. Not a racist. I wouldn't stand for the white national anthem. I wouldn't stand for the black national anthem. I would not. I, you know why? Because you don't have anthems based on skin color because all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. I'll finish that for Joe Biden since he doesn't know the words. That is what that I don't stand. Would you? That's the question. Hey, capitulating Christian, would you stand for that? Well, they'll call me a racist. Oh, they'll call you a racist. Oh, no. They'll call you a racist. Who cares? What a baby butchering doesn't know whether they're a male or a female Democratic hack thinks. Who cares? Get some courage. Pull that lie off your face. Get your butt back to church. And here's the thing I'll tell you. If your church has alcohol gel stations, don't ever go back. If, you're, if, you're, if your church is celebrating the fact that today our chairs are back. Oh, thank you, coronavirus. Thank you, my rulers out of Romans 13. Oh, we got our chairs back. If you go to a church like that, what are you doing? What are you doing there? Don't you? Why? Why are you not going to a Bible thumping, flame throwing church? Why? Because it tells you too much truth about yourself. There's there's too much risk that if you hear what the Bible has to say about your life, that you'll have to acknowledge that you've you wasted great swaths of your life. So have I. So have I. But I would rather have one day in the presence of the courts of the Lord than a thousand in delusion. Listen, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Just type it right now. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. 9 a.m. tomorrow morning and 11.15 a.m. tomorrow morning. Let's pack this place out. We have never closed. We have never social distanced. I've never put out an ounce of alcohol gel anywhere. Nothing. We've never sat in COVID clumps. We've never social distanced, nothing, ever. This is where you're supposed to be. If we're within two hours of you, get here. If you're within that same driving, driving span to uh, driving distance to Tampa, then go to the River Church with Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Go to the, pick one. But go, that's where you belong. Go to, and now listen, if there's a flamethrowing, Bible-thumping church that never closed near you, go to that one. And I don't care if it's your denomination or not. It's time to drop all the crap. It's time for radical moves. It's time to take action. And it's time to repent. It's time for us. Listen, and there's the thing. For those of you who didn't cave, 
Don't fall into the false repentance garbage that's being preached either. You need to repent of racism. If you're not a racist, then why repent of it? You need to repent of what was done to the Indians. Why? You weren't alive. Well, fall into any of that garbage. Just follow the gospel of Jesus Christ. Go to a church that was not a harem eunuch gelding. Go to a real church tomorrow morning. It's time to make that change. You might get a boo-boo on your feelings here tomorrow. You might. You might. There'll be about two, well, no, 300 plus probably people here with you. And if you want me to hug you, I'll hug you. I never have stopped hugging, not one, not one bit at all. So join me here tomorrow or go to the River Church in Tampa if you're close to there. I love you guys. I really do. Thank you for the 133 people. Love you that are on Facebook for sticking with me. Facebook has clamped, clamped down on us from three, three, four, five hundred viewers down to my 133. I don't care. I love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow.